0: the adversary so evil so
1: evil Absolutely. Absolutely, think
0: about this january 6th thing it was created out of thin air and yet now i will guarantee you it will be in the history books as this assault on, on the assault on the uh, on the uh, well, sovereignty of the United States of America. They won't bother to write in that newspaper that no guns were found, that that one man that's a known Antifa leader was wearing a Let's Make America Great uh, hat. Hmm. Russell just... Uh...
2: inadvertently shut his line down. So we can see if he can get back in and. We can pick back up the conversation. Uh, Isaac, there was a little noise there, so I I muted and it looked like you went ahead and muted out then now too, so.
1: Jeremiah, you still there?
2: Yes. Okay. All right. I just uh, I'm, to make I'm, sure I'm
0: sorry. All I'm right. sorry, Doug, but uh, trying to get back to that. Are you still there? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm glad I didn't cut you off again. <laughs> I'm a little not sure about all what's going on, but, uh, but, uh, The uh, the thing is, is this is the is the like the the power out of thin air. That's what amazes me. Um, This guy John Sullivan, he was on CNN the night of the insurrection. That that guy. That was right up in the Capitol. And did you hear today? We're going to have Senate meetings on uh, gun violence. And it I, and I thought to myself, they had to have those meetings planned, didn't they? They can't do anything spontaneously, you know. And this this shooter's a Syrian. So they they haven't attacked his race, his color of his skin, because he's Syrian. I don't know what you've heard about this last shooter, but how does he come out of this alive? Who wants to bring him in alive? If he killed 10 innocent people, how does he get to get a ride back to the hospital? And And taking it a bit further, how do illegal aliens get stimulus checks? How are they putting them in motels in Midland, Texas at no charge? In other words, they're treating them better than the American citizens. And and they will make their way up to Wisconsin before the end of the day. Uh, you remember an, an episode in Minnesota, don't you, with the Somalians? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and we got that wonderful represent, rent, representative out of that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So, so, so you tell me... Yeah. You tell me what what worse harm could you do and I'm talking about if you had bazookas, machine guns and swords. What worse the more effective more effective weapon is the tongue, isn't it? Because you could take out a whole state. You could take a whole nation out with Maybe you have done that. You know. Uh,
1: what? It is, what uh, if,
2: go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say it's the same old thing I always come up with. Is these things, but mm. solution-wise, I'm not really flooding the airways with solutions. And if mm. and only if the only solution is the one we don't want to talk about, right? Yeah. And you know what? God told the Israelites the solution to that problem in the promised land was, don't you? There's a problem over there, guys, but I want you to take care of it. Can you imagine what they were thinking? Put it in context. They were never really at war in Egypt, were they? Uh, No. I mean... They'd probably never killed taking another man's life their whole
2: life. Um, you know, uh, the way I've been trying to approach many things here in the last uh, year or two, um, in my mind at least, um, I've been thinking about things about the precedents that are available in the biblical record. And when you mentioned that there was no, no war in Egypt, you see that, you know, that precipitated, if you will, and I know that's what you meant that precipitated Mm -hmm. um, the people coming out. And what there was, was a declaration by the God of Israel. And he made a declaration, and and we covered that here, I believe, on a fellowship maybe four, five, six, eight weeks back or something, somewhere in the last 90 days, probably for sure. And I think when you make that comment about there was no war, I I think that's very important. And the things that I've been trying to share through these fellowships with individuals is the importance of understanding some of the precedents that in the scriptures. And Christ uh, God has certainly instructed in the biblical record that we are to warn of um, their ways, because if you don't warn them, then when I decide to bring the wrath and the judgment on them, you know, how, how am I supposed to do that? when you haven't warned them. And we Mm -hmm. discussed that on these fellowships also. And so if we have a problem and we are oppressed and downtrodden, which is the same thing God did with his prophets, is he sent his prophets to warn them. And the destruction came after the warning. And I sent this declaration of cause that, of, you know, and I had basically little reaction to it, you know, we discussed it here on this fellowship, and so forth. Um, but if I, if I don't have the rest of the people, you know, whomever they may be, and they're willing to send it on to others, and, you know, so to speak goes viral, as they say, then then we really have people who still do not understand yet how God does work. And uh, I'm convinced that is the way that he does it.
0: Well, do we have to learn how to hate? I mean, it's not necessarily something that we practice,
1: but, well, but when, we're going you
0: to keep, when you get I'm oppressed,
1: sorry,
0: it hurts. Real oppression or putting down or pressing down by a superior is, uh, if nothing else, it's, uh, it's emotionally uh, disgusting. I mean, it's embarrassing as well as is just totally unjust now when they're taking our tax dollars and they're funding murder and they're funding this this invasion one has to ask oneself do we need to apologize to adolf hitler or? Or uh, who's the Hanoi guy over in Vietnam with the mustache? What was his name? Uh, you know I who remember. I'm talking about. The, the, the head guy of North Vietnam. Do we need to send him an apology letter? Castro and all these other people we were told because they have taken over our country. I can safely say that. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable saying I love this country. What what is there to love about it now? This is a manifestation of our country. This is what our country's all about. It's what you see.
1: These these they,
0: these uh, dumb suckers are what's taking over. Well, as, a, as a scripture
2: say, when the scriptures say, when the righteous bear rule, the people rejoice. When the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. And um, I guess I don't understand what that scripture means if, if, there isn't supposed to be an intention for the righteous to rule as opposed to the wicked
0: well, where is the scripture that says about when they call good evil and evil good is that in isaiah uh, I mean, what preceded that speech?
1: It's the... Probably
3: some it's it's Isaiah 520. Isaiah.
2: That's correct. The fifth chapter of Isaiah. Go ahead and read it if you got it,
3: Jeremiah. Um. Okay. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter.
0: Okay, so woe means curses. Woe to them who are wise in their own conceit and in their own eyes prudent. I'm reading out of the Septuagint. Woe to your mighty men who drink wine. And to your princes who mingle strong drink, who justify the wicked for rewards and deprive the just of his right. For this cause, double will be set on fire by a coal and consumed by a neglected flame. Their roots shall be like touchwood and their blossoms shall ascend like dust. For they desired not the law of the Lord of hosts but provoked to wrath the manifestation of the Holy One of Israel when when do we get to that point how bad did it have
3: to get
2: well um, you know that's that's the thing when you when you look at chapter 5 basically at the beginning there of Isaiah 5 um, it's 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 about the woes of those that sin openly. And
0: um, practices.
2: Yes. Yeah. And and once again, this was being spoken to 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 Israel, big of Israel. And <clears throat> this is not a popular statement to make in certainly in America and and it would go without saying for other Jacob Israelite countries. um, There's a propensity to have a desire to want to sow the oats, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And in having liberty and freedom, there is great responsibility. And so we lament and complain about the condition that we find ourselves in. And we recognize if we're honest with ourselves that much of it has to do with the pleasures that the society. Endeavors to desire and and have. Now when you say that it's there are many will say well no no it's not because you know this remnant or this small group of people actually do lament and sigh and do not want this uh, going on in their country. Um, They're they're but a small few that many things have have happened. to make my point when when people decided that their wives should also go to work and people decided that they should drop their children off at the daycare or people should drop their children off at the, at the school so they had a built-in babysitter and things like that that took away their responsibility or ameliorated their responsibility to some some degree. While they thought they were out doing good, the wicked was sowing wicked. And then when we find out that the children are not educated the way you know we would like them to have been educated, then we're upset because the children are not being educated. And so we compound those things in some measures by our own doing. And that's what I say. To say that is not a very popular statement. If you were to say that in the UK, if you were to say that throughout the the British Isles uh, other European nations uh, of Anglo-Saxons as well as America uh, and others then it's not a very popular statement but nonetheless it's true. So. We have a large responsibility for the reasons that the wicked are prospering and it goes back to things that we learned by the prophets who God spoke to and told them to speak of their evil ways. And I, I, I think it's it's interesting sometimes to consider that, that the reason the prophets are saying that is because they're talking to to Israel. It's as if we want to ignore that. Do you see what I'm saying? absolutely in other
0: words look in the mirror
2: yeah you know it, it, that's the thing that that is so troubling is to not recognize when the problem is you you know just like we were saying several weeks ago hello my name is Doug I'm a Christian <laughs>
3: yeah
2: you know <laughs> I, I have to be sure and say that in such a manner so as to make sure that it's It's very well understood that I'm very dejected and and sad about my about my condition. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, You know,
2: in order to in order to uh, have merit with those around me who want me to repent of my ways of being a Christian. (laughs) And I just, it's, it's still very astounding to me that that we don't understand how we are a major part of what is wrong with us. And so back to what you started to say in the beginning, Russell, my thought that I was about ready to blurt out several times was, I guess we the people are not in charge. When you Uh, talk about all when you talk about all the all the evil and the slanderous statements and so forth, you know, uh, being done against us, then, then you're sitting there scratching your head going, hmm, well, I, I, gee, I guess that we're in a condition where we the people are no longer in charge. I, I wonder if we the people have yet recognized that we the people being in charge has led to all of this upon us Uh, meaning that apparently God's intention is not that we the people be the ones in charge.
1: Well,
0: I, I think that's a very good point because if left to our own devices we the people can be manipulated by the opposition and apparently it's not hard to do through through the mind, I guess.
2: Yeah, and and I think that's true. Now, I want to I want to expand on that with a thought I received from one of my trucker friends, uh, a text. um, And it was a link to um, Oh, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of that uh, standard Stansbury research. Well, Stansbury research is is a website that, you know, constantly is trying to get people to buy gold and silver. And I I remember when I was a young man, and I was doing I I, I began to learn about uh, the failings with Article one, Section eight, Article one, Section 10, as as it pertained to the money. And at that time, I remember thinking to myself, one very salient question and I was probably a little brighter and quicker. When I was younger, I may have learned more things over the years. um, But um, I remember thinking very early on, how does this work? In a gold and silver type situation anyway, without some control. Every time you expand outside Let's take a community. Let's, let's say that we all barter and exchange for the most part, and we have gold and silver. Maybe we barter in exchange for goods. But yet there's also at times money's involved, uh, uh-huh. gold and silver. All right. Now, if I'm going to exchange gold and silver outside of this community, and this community has $1 million, let's say in 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 gold and silver. Um, Once this million dollars starts going outside the community to buy goods and service outside the community, there will no longer be a million dollars within the community to freely exchange amongst each other. Uh, So in other words, all the people themselves, their whole wealth is contained in a million dollars of gold and silver. It may be equally distributed, it may not. But the minute you go outside of that and you keep buying outside for something else that you need, you will eventually run out of gold and silver and you will not have anything left in which to exchange. So now you have no gold and silver. So I always ask myself, how does that work? I don't really I I never really knew an answer that I could provide myself in that scenario. So I recognized Early on, at least in my mind, that there would have to be some mechanism of control. For example, we'll just take the United States. If the United States had. uh, A billion dollars in gold assets, gold and silver assets, uh, hard, hard, um, uh, tangible assets. um, The more we would buy outside of the United States, the more our wealth would go down in some respects in terms of our hard assets. Now, Mm -hmm. as long as we were still exchanging, and we were building and growing products and services and so forth that others were using, and that's still exchanging within we would have a, a, you know, equilibrium within, if you will, the community of the United States for that money. But if we are to acquire more things outside, where we are purchasing outside with the gold and silver without an exchange, then we would eventually become uh, uh, devoid of the hard money asset. So there has to always be a balance and there always has to be an accounting of what one would be doing in that scenario. That would come under the, you know, the banner, if you will, of um, uh, regulation, so to speak. So there would be some measure of regulation required in that to monitor what's being done and where the flow of uh, of the asset, the hard tangible asset is and that it doesn't get outpaced um, going out from us as opposed to what we're producing within. And such is the case with where we're at in America is our production and so forth that we generate daily and monthly annually and so forth is um, when we're buying more goods outside more dollars are flowing outside than they than they are staying within and circulating within the the nucleus of the United States so Mm -hmm. the only point I was trying to draw is the same scenario and analogy that um, when you have those who devise wickedly, they will be the ones who will want to see that they keep penetrating the the group with the things that they will acquire, which will most effectively enable them to transfer that wealth out to them, whatever it is. And Such is the case that I I think most people don't really see and understand on a monetary scale what happens to a nation if you allow your currency, your wealth, to consistently flow out from your nucleus in such volumes so as to leave yourself, number one, obviously indebted and Number two bankrupted or, you know, having lost all your wealth. And it's no wonder then that the wicked would shift around the world. As these incidences arise. And so forth, so you, know, you can talk about your gold and silver all you want to but without having people that understand keeping that wealth to the community and not parlaying it away from the community, so as to maintain their asset base, and their hard money base, then you know, somebody, the point is somebody or a group of somebodies will invariably seek to draw all of that capital away, which has the value, so as to be able to control and Acquire the wealth. Take know it we over. Made any? Yeah.
0: Huh. That's the takeover.
2: That's the takeover. And that's that's what's happened. And so, um, you know, when you think about wars and so forth, and and a battle, um, in Exodus, when God spoke. He spoke that the people were oppressed. He could hear the cries. The scripture says he heard the cries and Abraham and Abraham's descendants were the apple of his eye. Um, So he took great interest in the fact that they were oppressed and there was no war that the Israelites had who were in captivity in Egypt had to engage in and bear in mind. There were those in Egypt who had already begun to migrate away from Egypt. And there were some obviously at the time that the Pharaoh made the decision to oppress them who had already moved from from uh, Egypt where they had gone to be with Joseph. Now in the course of time it was several hundred years obviously So um, the point I guess I was trying to make on that dovetailing off of what you said because I think it's very critical that people understand that especially Christians, because we don't believe that our fight is supposed to be a fight that we just go out and take the unless you are under the direct direction of God as the Israelites were to go and take the land of Canaan Um, and I have to take that biblical record for what it indicates and that he said you're not coming to take that land for your own righteousness or anything else you're coming to take it he said because those peoples in those lands were wicked and thus there was an instruction to go in and take over that land. So I think of us in America and and our situation as it is now much brought upon by ourselves. And this historical model that we have, which says all men uh, this this declaration of, uh, of independence um, was certainly a precedent document in America, and it said that all experience had shown that mankind was more disposed to suffer while evils were sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. And then it went on to say that a long train of abuses marks the reason or the causes. So, in the same way, God laid out the causes of what he had heard in the cries of the children of Israel. The people of the United of the 13 colonies laid out a cause, a declaration of causes. And I'm trying to look at these analogies that we have in the biblical record and the models that are available there. And get our thinking in line with that, and as I say, if we don't warn the wicked, and there's no one to warn the wicked, and I see one of the best ways, for example, the Declaration of Independence, they thought these men on these 13 colonies thought what the king was doing was wicked. And they laid out a declaration of causes regarding that wickedness. And then they turned right around and enacted another piece of legislation called the Constitution for the United States of America that gave the capability for everything that the King of England was doing and compounded it a hundredfold.
1: Evening, Rich. Good evening, gentlemen. Good day. Didn't the Constitution take away some of the things that the, the uh, king was doing? Stay on. Like, like quartering soldiers in your homes. freedom of the press the right to keep and bear arms that's what started the uh Concord Lexington whole thing is when they were confiscating firearms so there are some good things that came out of that um
0: Well, back at that time, we still had some Christian leaders, didn't we? We did. But they seemed to have evaporated.
1: Well, we had some old pastors, and under Pete Peters, it said that the most dangerous thing out there is the single-cell units. That's what I think is gonna happen. Single cell unit will will rise up.
2: Well the difference between us and these other countries is
1: three hundred million solo firearms. You
0: you know that's coming, you you know that whole fire, firearm issue is rekindled and notice the timing of it, right here in the middle of the, the invasion. They want they're going to they're going to come up with some cockamamie something, to confiscate firearms.
1: Oh, of course, but they're going to get the low hanging fruit. Well, because
0: the invaders don't exactly have a lot, so why don't they just why don't they just and give the guns to the invaders? Please help them out a little. Isn't that what you do when you hand them checks? Here's my question, Rich and Doug. Why has nobody mumbled the words, impeach Biden? If ever there was an impeachable president, this man is the king of impeachable offenses. Anything would stick on
1: this guy. Look at who's in slot number two and slot number three.
0: Doesn't matter. You just, you got to start somewhere. Just and put them in the express lane peach one and peach the next and peach the next and peach the next there's some bad apples in there you just keep going till you find a good one
1: <laughs> that ain't going to happen
0: what I'm saying is no, but none of the so-called opposition has said a word about it you don't expect the criminals to mumble it you expect the so-called opposition? What? What? What a hero somebody could be to stand up and say we need to impeach this guy on the immigration alone? They're paying people to come over here.
1: They're putting up in hotel rooms.
0: Yeah, you're in my tax money. The whole COVID crap truck full of COVID crap. They're dragging it over here and it's okay. They're not wearing masks when they swim across the Rio Grande.
1: They're not getting their PACR test done like they should? How dare they?
0: Midland, Texas is 18 miles from where I'm sitting right now. They brought in 5,000 of them at midnight, seven days ago, I think, Uh, or 10 days ago. At midnight, did not warn any city official whatsoever. Now, that's disdain for law and order, isn't it? Where is that thing they rant about called uh, due process? Where was the due process in this? Bringing people over here and dumping them in their yards. I thought
1: we had a crappy governor. I think yours is just as bad or worse. Well, because he pretends to be
0: John Wayne, doesn't he? He pretends to ride in on the white with the, with the white horse, the white hat, and really he's just a stooge. Is there a man in government worth anything?
1: I haven't seen one lately. So let's say
0: we elect Rich Malone.
1: We see, well, like, does, I, does he want, want to, to be Florida a part of
0: that, that system?
1: He's one of the I, best, anyway. Governor of Florida is about the best because he said school your mandates and school your masks. Put those kids back in school.
0: What I'm saying is, is it bad people or is it the system is bad and when you're in it, you have to be bad to be in the system. That's what I'm alluding to. Well, sin is sin. Well I mean there's no bigger sin than what is it, nine Supreme Court? How many's on that court? Ten? Nine. Nine. Okay. If you manage to get nine bad people on there, you can win elections that were never supposed to be won. That's nine people controlling the fate. So that tells me that the recipe book is flawed, which we call the Constitution. It it has to be flawed if that's possible. Where's our... So what do we got one two did? good
1: ones on the Supreme Court, the rest of scum. We got one
0: black man that has testicles and he's standing up for what's right. Yeah, and Alito so was... But what I'm saying is, is, Rich, is how is that possible that nine people can control the United States? Those nine people decided we would wear the mask. They decided everything we're going through. They okayed it. They okayed the yep. psychotic trans- transgenders. So you have to look at the consequences. Which is a recipe and say it's flawed. It has sure is flawed. It is. So sedition might be a good thing. If the ruler is bad. And the good wants the bad ruler out. What do we call
1: that?
3: Justice? I suppose the problem is that if you swap the rulers, you still have a nation of 330 million people that aren't caring too much about what the Bible says you're going to get straight back to where you started in pretty short order
0: well that possibility exists if you're following the same recipe absolutely but what say you start punishing murders and rapists see that gene pool that bad gene pool starts going down because they're not reproducing anymore they're dead
1: Put the fear into the ones that aren't quite as bold either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think so it executing like, kind of, oh, a few.
0: So, like, uh, you have a riot in Miami Beach, let's say, and we call them party people. You arrest the ones that are breaking the law, and you make them pay according to the law. And it will stop the, the riding, I promise you. But if you award them, then the riding increases. How would you reward a rider? You, d- you don't
1: charge them with anything, you pat them on the back. You say whatever the BLM decides they want to do, that's just fine. No prosecutions.
0: Well, see, I'm here to tell you, I don't know the difference between the BLM and the uh, the uh, what's what's turtle's name? Joe, um, who's the head of the Senate? Used to be, or 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 let's just say Paul Ryan. Those guys are scum. Matt
1: Ryan was a piece of work. Yeah. Mitch McConnell.
0: Yeah, Mitch. He's scum. And that's supposed to be the that's supposed to be the the guy in there fighting for righteousness and justice.
1: They keep putting the wicked witch of the West in there every time too, no matter how old and nasty she gets. <laughs> A but she on her. You got you got the new wicked witch of the west. But wait a minute, she prayed for Trump. Remember? Oh yeah, she yeah. I'm sure she cursed his ass off. <laughs> so, so that
0: verbiage is really meaningless, isn't it? I mean, anybody can say they prayed for anybody, can't they? And it can mean absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, now uh, we know what the Psalms can do. Their prayers. So the
0: guy goes to the grocery store, kills ten people. What do you think's going to happen to him?
1: He's going to be deported back to Syria, where he can be retrained, so the next time he can get twenty. Yeah. Doug.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you need to straighten the ship
3: here.
0: We're out. In, we're out in some deep water. <laughs> Me and the bilge pumps. Yeah.
2: You know I was thinking um, I was ahead. just
0: thinking of the, the racist man that shot the the Asian uh, the Asian massage parlor people. When they caught him he said this had nothing to do with the race and the race baiters said, Well, we don't care if it didn't have anything to do with the race or not, it's racial. And that is essentially what they said will determine what is racist or not racist, not the guy committing the crimes against the other race. He didn't even get to define his cause. Again, they spoke it out of thin air, and now it is.
1: I think my tax bill is racist, racist.
0: Well, what do you call somebody that has more money than other people?
1: And uses it to express the poor? Huh? He's, he's a racist. Well, regardless of color. He's still a racist. He's, well, he's a wealthist. What?
0: He's a wealthiest or a richest, you know, because that money has given him so much power, it's gone to his head, and he thinks he's superior. doesn't matter what color you are, wealth has a tendency to create a superiority complex, which is essentially what they're implying with racism. what I'm saying here is these people in Hollywood and New York City, the bankers, you think for one minute they don't think they're superior to the people in the state of Texas? They would never dump those losers in New York City or out on Long Island would they? rich or near Boston. They would never put in they wouldn't put 6,000 immigrant, teenage thug, gangster immigrants up there on Martha's Vineyard, would they?
1: Right near Obama's house? I'm sure they would do that, yes. That would be a so good the- place for them, too. <laughs> I think we ought to utilize Martha's Vineyard as a prison colony. Well... The
0: point is they are punishing the people of the great state of Texas. They're going to teach us a lesson about interfering with these bogus elections. And when they're through there may not be much Texas left. You fought a hundred thousand people in the Boston tonight and it will change it will change the face of Boston Massachusetts you to put Island. them up
1: in the Harvard dormitories
0: yeah but we both know that will never happen they're up there laughing I can hear them now we turned 8,000 thugs in that hillbilly town called Midland. Turned them in there. Turned them loose. They're hungry. We fed them. Giving them of apartments to live in. Free. Stimulus check. Here's you some spending money. Does that not make any of you guys mad? It look does. at the message it sends out to your workforce why should we work kids why do kids want to work this act
1: sad upset. Them to microsoft let bill gates take them take care of them he'll say okay i'll take care of them i'll give them all covid shots it only lasts a couple of months and they'll be gone Okay, Doug. Surface. What What do you want
2: me to do?
0: I want you to come up out of the water, pull your uh, scope in.
1: <laughs> see if That's a good got analogy.
0: Any, <laughs> if you've got any ships that need to be sunk nearby that you can pull off,
1: Supposed to have uh, submarine hunters up and down Florida's coast right now looking for, for, uh, running subs, running deep and quiet. We've had flights like over for the last week, home in the coast. Maybe it's one of Doug's submarines.
2: I don't have any submarines. Um.
1: Listen to this.
0: Chapter 5 of Isaiah, verse 7. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah his beloved plant. I waited for their... Executing justice, but they committed injustice and promoted not righteousness but outcry. Now, are they not? Are we not promoting outcry right now?
1: Well, we have to cry well, out uh, to the Lord so we he can hear us.
0: Woe unto them who joins. Who join house to house, and who are bringing field nearer to field, that they may take something from their neighbor.
1: Are you That's
0: alone? To huh? Yeah? That's for case. these things have, have come to the ears of the Lord of hosts. For though there be many houses, they shall be for desolation. Though great and fair, there, there shall be no inhabitants therein. For the ground worked by ten yoke of auction, not yield a bath of wine. And he who soweth six measures shall not raise three. Woe to them who rise early to follow strong drink, continue at it till late at night, for the wine will inflame them. Therefore, my people are become captives, because they did not know the Lord, and multitudes have died of famine and thirst. And Hades hath enlarged its appetite, and opened its mouth, that there may be no want of room. And down shall go the honorable and the great, and the rich, and the pestilent men of the land. The commoner shall be humbled, and the noble dishonored. And the lofty eyes shall be brought down. And the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment. And God, the Holy One, shall be glorified by righteousness. They who have been plundered shall be fed like bulls. Lambs shall graze the waste places of them who have been removed. Woe unto them who draw out sins as for a long cable and inequities, as for an ox chain. Who say, Let what he is to do approach speedily, that we may see, and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel come, that we may know it. Stop in there.
3: So it was the the word out the, the the phrase after the because part that seemed pretty important. It's the, the because yeah. it's not uh, all the things that went wrong. it's the the why did they go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. The, it was, it's all it's all punishment. And it didn't really matter that there were a couple of I don't, I shouldn't say it didn't matter. It, there there were always there's always a remnant in all of those stories or all parts of that story. There's always uh, a couple of people that the Bible talks about that make it through some righteous people that that get through the destruction. Um, but most of them didn't, right? And so the only solution is to turn back. But if... I mean, if it's just a small group of people that turn back, then that's your remnant, I guess. But if the whole nation, or the large majority of the nation doesn't turn back, then it's going down. And well, there's
0: think, think, of, yeah. think of Lot's wife. Was she or wasn't she? She what? disobeyed, didn't
3: <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. What? She, she...
0: Was she a, a godly woman or a not godly woman?
3: Uh, not entirely godly, at least. She didn't obey.
1: give behavior of her daughters, I guess she wasn't.
0: Well, she made a bad decision, didn't she?
3: Yep. Immediate, immediately following a, a warning, right? Don't do this. Yeah. And then she said, "Oh, maybe I'll try it out anyway. What's the worst that could happen? Nobody's ever been turned into a pillar of salt before."
0: Well, now that's a good point.
3: Where are we turning to?
2: Turn to Ezekiel e- chapter
1: eight. Yeah, but when an angel's dragging you out of a city that's burning with uh, hot fire. It'd be a good idea to pay attention to them, I
3: think. (laughs) Yeah, follow the instructions. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I think it would be a wise idea.
2: And and Isaac raises the point about the remnant. Now, just remember, what was the remnant out of the city of Sodom?
1: Two angels, two daughters, and what?
2: and a woman didn't make it.
1: Yeah, she doesn't qualify to be a remnant. You got to so be breathing.
2: It's safe to say that we have to take a serious look at ourselves to make sure that we are indeed one of the righteous right. Worthy. Is worthy of worthy of the angelic warning and the encouragement to get out Ezekiel chapter 8 came to pass in the sixth year in the sixth month the fifth day of the month as I sat at my house the elders of Judah sat before me that the hand of the Lord fell there upon me I'm at verse one now two then I beheld, and to a likeness as the appearance of a fire from the appearance of his loins even downward fire, and from his loins even upward as the appearance of brightness as color of amber, he put forth the form of a hand and took me by a lock of my head. Now, can you imagine that? As Rich said, when an angel's leading you out, it's probably a good idea to obey whatever instructions are being given. Now imagine yourself being grabbed by a lock of the back of the head of your hair like you would grab a cat. And the Spirit lifted him up between the earth and the heaven and brought me in the vision of God to Jerusalem to the door of the inner gate that looked toward the north where was the seat of the image of jealousy which provokes to jealousy. Behold, the glory of God of Israel was there according to the vision that I saw in the plain. Then said he unto me, Son of man, lift up your eyes the way toward the north. So I lifted up my eyes the way toward the north, and behold, the northward at the gate of the altar of this image of jealousy in the entry. He said, Furthermore unto me, Son of man, seest thou what they do, even the great abominations that the house of Israel commits here? that I should go far off from my sanctuary, but turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. So he's standing here at the gate, of the house of worship, and he says, look at that. Just look at that. And then he says, you know what? Not only that, let me show you greater abominations than this. Furthermore, verse 6 again, unto me, son of man, seest thou what they do, even the great abominations the house of Israel commits there. Who? See, once again, I cannot stress enough what I have endeavored to do over the last five years is continue to try to remind us that we're Israel, you can understand if the people do not know who they are, this Bible has no relevance to them. It is in my interest as a wicked, as a person of the wicked one to make sure that these people who are being referred to here in this scripture, and the entire Bible it's in my interest as a wicked person to see to it that they never, never, ever, ever understand their connection with these people. So do not let anybody anymore tell you why is it important, or that it's not important. It was Israel, just as we got through saying a bit ago, We can look at our country and we can complain and lament and complain and lament. But it is the duty of the righteous to call out the wicked. It is the duty of the righteous to expose the evil one and the evildoer. And as long as we have laws protecting the evildoers and no one capable of carrying out the justice, then we'll have this. Verse seven, he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Then he said unto me, son of man, dig now in the wall. When I had digged in the wall, behold a door. He said unto me go in and behold the wicked abominations that they do there. So I went in and saw. And behold, every form of creeping things and abominable beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel portrayed upon the wall round about. And there stood before them 70 men of the ancients of the house of Israel. Who? Seventy men of the ancients of the house of Israel and in the midst of them stood Jezariah, the son of Shapheth with every man his censer in his hand and a thick cloud of incense went up. Then said he unto me, son of man, I shall see what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark. Every man in the chambers of his imagery. So they say, the Lord sees us not, the Lord has forsaken the earth. If I am the wicked, I want everybody to believe that has any desire to be the righteous. And certainly those who are called by the name Jacob Israel and called by the son of Christ, Christ's sons, Christians, I want them to see and understand and believe that the Lord has forsaken the earth, and if not forsaken the earth, he flat out doesn't care. Not only does he flat out not care, he doesn't exist. Because if he was a righteous God, he would do something about all this wickedness. What I would want you to believe if I were the wicked. Verse 13, he said also unto me, Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations that they do. Then he brought me to the door of the gate of the Lord's house, which was toward the north. And behold, there sat women weeping for Tammuz. Then said he unto me, Hast thou seen this, O son of man? Turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see great, greater abominations than these. He brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house. And behold, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about twenty-five men, with their backs toward the temple of the Lord, and their faces toward the east. And they worshipped the sun toward the east. Now. do You think there's any accident. That a guy like Joe Biden. Is looking to the east. Looking to China. And finds comfort in what he sees in the east. Is that because the East China is righteous before the Lord? Or is it because. They do their deeds in darkness.
1: No, Doug, you
0: you know, I never thought of this this way, but uh, about 30 miles south of town or a little more, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of uh, solar cells. They're all tilted accordingly. And that's a lot of people's hope is in the sun, isn't it? I know it sounds uh-huh. crazy, but but wouldn't that be called worshiping the sun? I mean, I know it's kind of out there. I mean, some would say we're using the sun, but if those at the top were saying the only way we're going to make it is with the sun. That would be worshiping the sun, wouldn't it?
2: Um, I don't find any problem with the analogy at all. Verse 17. Then he said unto me, hast thou seen this, O son of man? Is it a light thing to the house of Judah that they commit the abominations there? For... They have filled the land with violence and have returned to provoke me to anger, and lo, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore will I also deal in fury, mine eyes shall not spare, neither will I have pity. And though they cry in my ears with a loud voice, that will I not hear them? He cried also in my ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lies toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a rider's inkhorn by his side. And when they went in and stood beside the brazen altar, And the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the rider's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. This is the beginning of the sign of righteous of the righteous. Put a mark, set a mark upon those that sigh. Somebody turn over to Psalm 119, specifically 53 and 136 somebody else stick a finger in Jeremiah 1317 I'll go to second Corinthians 1221 whoever's got what go Jeremiah
3: 1317. But if ye will not hear it, hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride, and my eyes shall weep sore and run down with tears, because the Lord's flock is carried away captive. Should I continue?
2: No, that's enough. Second Corinthians twelve, verse twenty one. Unless when I come again my God will humble me among you and that I shall be well many which have sinned already and have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they have committed. So here in this epistle to the Corinthians, Paul is expressing his love for the Corinthians and is saying to them that when I come again, God's going to humble Paul amongst them and that he's going to be well many which have sinned already and didn't repent. So in other words, before Paul would return again, they would return to their sins and and others that hadn't even repented of their uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they commit. These are the signs that Ezekiel speaks of Because he is laying out the case. For the destruction of the unrighteous of the House of Judah. Occupying. The temple area of Jerusalem and certainly the greater landmass of Judea. Go ahead who's got Psalms. What well, part of Psalms was not, that again? Is it 118?
0: 119.53 and 136.
2: Psalms 119.53. Well, I, I don't have it. Psalms I can read Psalms 16, if you 56. want. Go ahead,
3: Jeremiah. Burning indignation has seized me because of the wicked who abandon your law.
2: David in the psalm here is remembering the judgment. He calls it a horror that takes a hold of him because of the wicked and how they forsake the law. We can go back to Ezekiel. I just wanted to share some of the additional cross-references there in that passage. And lo, to the others, he said in my go you after him through the city and smite. Not your, spare, not your eyes spare, neither have pity. Play utterly old and young both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark and begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. And he said unto them, Defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go you forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. And it came to pass while they were slaying them, I was left that I fell upon my face and cried and said ah Lord God wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem then said he unto me the iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceeding great and the land is full of blood and the city full of perverseness for they say the Lord has forsaken the earth The Lord sees not. As for me also, mine eye shall not spare. Neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their head. Behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded me. Ah, And we now know that indeed in 70 AD, even Christ being here in 33, having been beaten, mocked, hung on a cross, crucified, Jacob Israel. House of Israel and the House of Judah. The almost 40 years. For this very thing spoken of in Ezekiel happened. In the city of Jerusalem and in the temple at Jerusalem. If you understand what's being said there, he said still. Fill the house with the blood of the slain. And if anybody's ever done a study about the house of God Solomon built, it was massive. Several months ago, I know I shared some things with you about the massiveness of it and and the the, the money. Change that was going on, and how it was filled. The rooms were filled with. They had. They had. Uh, I need a I need a, a, a charging cord, Jeremiah. If you would please. Um, <clears throat> okay. Just mind. Look at that, and think of that massive building being filled with blood, and all because of not the wicked outside of Israel, but the wicked of Israel and Judah. Jeremiah, did you hear me? Well, I'll probably make it to the end of the call if I make sure that I... Uh, we've only got a few minutes left. So, I just thought as I was listening to you and, and Rich, Russell and Rich, discussing the events of the day and, mm-hmm. and uh, I keep coming back to this thing that I guess I don't quite understand if the people don't know and understand um, that it's Israel that that no matter how you slice it in this book here, unless something changed in the New Testament, it changed Israel that he made a promise and his work does not return void. And if he said through Jacob Israel, he was going to bless all the nations of the earth. and And Not see and understand that they are filling the land with blood and unrighteousness, he has no choice but to bring the destruction upon him. it. It came out of his mouth and it won't return void.
0: No, so it's kind of like the parents spanking the kid. This is going to hurt me
1: as much as it's going to hurt you. But I got to do it. Exactly. Well, you know, what's similar to um, Egypt. When we were taken out of Egypt, we were being run by Assyrians. And I think we're being run by Assyrians right now. And look at how God handled that situation. So I mean, there are some color, correlations. I was just thinking, there's even a blessing to this COVID crisis because you'd be able to see who are the who are the uh, the wolves in sheep's clothing. A couple of nights ago, I heard Franklin Graham say that if Jesus was around today, he would take the COVID shots. And I said, what?
3: And my wife said,
1: yeah, sure, if Jesus was he'd be healing everybody. But Franklin Graham said that, um, that he advised all, everybody to get the COVID shot because that's what Jesus would do. And then, well, uh, isn't Jesus,
0: isn't Jesus our vaccine anyway?
1: Oh, he is, but, um. Uh,
0: yeah, he's but if he was around, play. he would
1: take the COVID shot. And I said, what a bunch of crap this guy's feeding them. And then um, then I, I flipped on uh, Hannity, and he says, oh, yeah, this is a good, good vaccination. Everybody should get it done. I said, okay, not one, no, one wolf, two wolves. So whenever you want to find a wolf, all you got to do And uh, Trump said it was a good vaccine too. He recommended it, but it was everyone's private choice. I think that re- That qualifies him to be wolf. Number three for the week. So I mean, well, I think that a- you can tell who's who.
2: And I think that those are very good observations. And uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know how many people in America who are so proud to be an American and glad they have that second amendment and, and are doing everything they can to hold on to that second amendment. I, I wonder how many of them ever dreamed in their wildest dreams that the control would not be by taking their actual guns, but it would be through a shot in their arm. So what good and what value? See, it's the point I keep coming back to. It was not so much the 1% tax on the T. In fact, I will repeat it again. The 1% tax on the tea was already being paid by the colonists. It was from a prior act, the Act.
1: <clears throat>
2: the king attended, told them they must buy their tea from the East India Tea Company. And the East India Tea Company had been helping to fund England's wars. The Americans, the colonists, that we're really not benefiting from any of those wars. shouldn't be in them anyway. So why should we be funding and supporting now your war funding machine, the East India Tea Company, Part and Parcel, who had uh, massive monies that they had lent And so this was the King's way of getting money back to the East India Tea Company was well, let's just ship a bunch of your tea to those colonists over there across the pond and we'll tax them on it. And we'll force them to buy it for a period of time until you can recover some of your losses to us for the war effort. So if I can tell you that you must take a shot. If I, you know, this, this is the astounding thing that we're faced with in this country is that if you're going to tell people that you do this or that,
1: especially
2: contrary to the, the laws of God and the law of nature itself, Nature itself does not, one square foot is whole it. He's allowed to, to go over the earth.
3: We have a brain you're breaking up pretty bad for me, but I don't know if anyone else is having the problem. Yeah, yeah,
2: same here. Well, it could be the charging thing. It could be,
3: I, uh, I think our Internet's been kind of choppy today, and I don't know why. We know why. But, well, at
2: any rate, I've probably said enough, and... Hopefully this was something here that just kind of takes us back. If there's not 100,000 people between, even 10,000 people between Midland and Odessa to go on to the city council um, uh, of the city of Midland and, and demand that those seats. Everybody looks at that and thinks, Oh, you must just be a mean person if you don't want those poor children, and you're going to demand that they be from the city. And, uh, you know, um, we have total lawlessness. Mm -hmm. When, when, when law has broken down, there is nothing left but the destruction. Uh huh. And we're in a process of seeing how long. People of America are going to stand for the breakdown. Of the rule of law. And it could be. God is intending. For that breakdown. To be bad enough that we will actually change this document. In which we've decided to live under and be governed by, um, but it appears it appears that the people just don't have an appetite to demand that that leaders in positions in cities and so forth, as I say, the state of Texas of all states. One state that. I suppose I would say that. I would like to think that we could look to that would put their foot. Into it. And say, oh, we did this at the Alamo before and we're going to do it. Again. You are not coming into this nation to invade us or to this state. Which they were indeed a nation until they acquiesce to the the demands of the United States to to become part of the union. Bankers. And every one of the states is, is sold out to the money, to the money lender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is the condition that we find ourselves in. So my job is to continue to share with the remnant duty and the responsibility as you see in Ezekiel from chapter nine four through nine eleven. Interesting. That's the mark of the righteous. And I don't know if he's gonna put a mark on us that sigh in at the time of the destruction that yeah. is about to come or that should come. So if the the righteous won't bear rule, then the wicked will. So
1: Yep. Oh
2: we can about it, but we should spend more time repenting about it. And crying unto God about it, that we be counted worthy to be spared if the destruction is going to come upon this generation, if not, we'll be gone. But we can still pray that it not be on the generation to follow that that heard our cries.
0: Well, let me start.
1: lord give us courage
0: to stand up the right thing in spite of all the wrongness help us to stand firm for the rightness your rightness not ours lord i pray that your people would repent in turn lord i pray that we would repent and turn i pray that we would learn
1: how to obey you, your will the way Lord please be with us To whatever
0: you've got ahead planned we want to be counted in your remnant Lord let us always remember let us always remember the good that you've done for us In the past, in the present, in the future. You're one steady God, and we appreciate it. Jesus, in your name. We ask it. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Lord, give us the Holy Spirit. Give us direction and wisdom and discernment and guidance. We're not the smartest sheep in in the fold. Well, we hope to be some of the most faithful. Bless us, protect us, deliver our families from evil. Protect what you've given us in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen.
3: Yeah. Amen.
2: Amen. All right, man. Well, I won't keep you any longer. I'm gonna right. upload a and. I'm going to upload a message that I delivered in Missouri this past weekend. It's a it's a two part, and uh, I'll upload it to the archives. It'll be available. So if anybody wants to download them and see what uh, that was all about, I'll uh, I'll deliver them by audio, and then we'll see everybody again next week.
3: Let me. Uh just close out with uh, Luke 1232 that I came across earlier today. My little flock, don't be afraid. God is your father and your father's great joy is to give you his kingdom. That's uh, it.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Good night, guys. Yeah. Good
1: night.
2: Thank you.
3: Good night.